0: It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we read it right here I Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. The sports analyst that covers it all brings it all every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Sometimes they go into overtime. You don't want to miss these two former college football athletes, the Who Dat and Niner Gang, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Bang, bang, niner gang. It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott, and we ready right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening.
1: It is Wednesday, 7 p.m. So that means you are tuned in to Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got a great one uh, dialed in for you this evening. Um, we were experiencing some technical difficulties. We found a way to work around that. So the HBCU talk is going to be limited. We have some guests, but unfortunately we had to cancel that because we did weren't, weren't sure if it was going to work out for us. But we are upping um, – up and running uh for sure so um, you know we'll, we'll talk hbcu as much as we can we'll dive into the nba all-star weekend um we'll get our you know thoughts and opinions on that the takeaways our favorites our least favorites of the weekend we'll talk to nfl uh, we'll talk 49ers firing Steve Wilkes, uh, their defensive coordinator. We'll talk NBA. We'll talk Dak Prescott, Doc Rivers. We got a uh, we got a, f- a plethora on the board, and of course we got E Scott's entertainment segment at the end of the show. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen. So with that being said, let's bring in Mr. E Scott. Uh, 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 Mr. Mr., Mr. E Scott, how are you doing this evening, my brother? I'm a cowboy
2: on a steel horse I ride, and I want it, want it.
1: Well, man, you never know when he's going to come in, man, but you know he's going to slide in, he's going to slide in, Daryl. Good stuff, brother, good stuff.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I know, you know, we were,
1: uh, as I told you, I didn't want to, I was going down to the wire, man, and I wanted to, you know, save this show as much as I possibly can. So I was, you know, thinking outside the box and trying to figure out a way how we're going to do this because, um, listeners if you're out there and you you know I know you're listening you know probably on the link which is actually working uh thank goodness but if you want to call in just know that um just shoot us a shoot, if you have my number shoot me a text if not um leave a comment on the uh on the uh the, the system and we'll get you in. I'll call that number and now uh, we'll, we'll bring in and now we'll talk about, you know, whatever topics you want to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, for sure. So we're going to do a little bit differently uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to do it nonetheless. All right, E. So uh, let's dive right into it, E. I, I know we had uh, a slate on, you know, for HBCU. So I don't know what you have, you know, uh, for, I, I, for that I segment got, at this point. I, Go
2: ahead. Yeah, I got, I got something. Now, this particular scenario doesn't necessarily have to be specific to an HBCU, but it did happen at an HBCU. I don't know okay. if, you, if you heard about it. Uh, Florida A&M University, located here in Tallahassee, well, in Tallahassee, Florida, I'm in Orlando, um, <laughs> they suspect, well, they actually kicked a girl off of the bowling team
3: because she wow.
2: alerted the coach. That she needed to study for finals as opposed to coming to practice, and they actually dismissed her from the team. She appealed, and both the school and the NCAA upheld the ruling. Now, go ahead. I'm
1: sorry
2: about that. i I, I wanted to get okay. your take on um, whether or not do you think it was fair that she was kicked out of the team? Now, I'll give you the rundown again. She's mm-hmm. told the coach, it wasn't a match she missed. It was in my Allen Iverson voice, practice. We're <laughs> talking about practice. She alerted the coach, hey, coach, I won't be able to come to practice because I have to study for finals. And the coach responded, well, as a student athlete, you need to be able to balance your time better and have more time management. No, actually, she said she had two research papers that were due, and she needed to do them, and she couldn't come to practice. Now, keep in mind, this is a new bowling coach, and Florida A&M also has a new um, AD, athletic director, so, yeah, I would just like to get your take on how you think the situation will handle. And as a former student athlete, how do you feel about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what?
1: I mean, wow. Just all I can say is wow because of the fact of the matter is the, when you're talking about we call ourselves, you know, the, you know we call ourselves, the, you know, the coaches, the athletic directors, the president of the university or respective colleges. They say what? We're student-athletes, which means we're student first, athlete second. So I don't understand how something like this can transpire, and they say that I have to, she has to study for, for a test. And they say, you know, it is bowling nonetheless, and, and no, no disrespect to, to bowling or any any other sport for that matter. But when you're talking about someone who's, you know, Possibly, you know, can you know be a uh, you know uh, you know be a part of the PBA, the you know, Professional Bowling Association. You know, I don't think when you go to school, to, you know, I don't think you get a scholarship for that. I no. mean,
2: you may. I, I was going okay. to say. I was about to say. Let me let me give you a little more information on the situation. Okay. She was okay. a scholarship athlete. She did oh, have okay. a scholarship. So yeah, okay. factor that in, and I'll give you my take when you finish. Okay.
1: Short thing. Now, with that being said, I can understand where the coaches are coming from. She's getting paid to do that. I mean, you know, she's getting paid to, uh, you know, to go to school to participate in that, um, you know, in that respective sport. Now, what she's looking at is she's looking at it like, listen, I can't fall back on this. You know, I could sprain my wrist and be done for the you know rest of my career, but I need something to fall back on. Now, does she have that, you know, leeway where it says, listen, you don't have to go to school? Um, you don't have to go to class. you don't have to take the test that's taken care of for you. That type deal. Is it that situation? I'm looking at her like, listen, even if that was a situation, I'm not getting anything out of that. I'm not learning from this experience unless I actually participate in this class and take this test and pass this test. So yeah, I mean, I don't wow. I mean it's just it's it's mind boggling that they would actually come out and support. You know the coaches and and, uh, and you know, in this regard, and not take the student athletes, you know, side in, in, in this in, in this aspect um, in this instance, I uh, should say. So while wow, yeah, I I wholeheartedly believe as a student athlete, as a former student athlete, I didn't take my my academics seriously at the time, you know, because all I you know wanted to do was play football. And you know I, you know I thought I was going to have a career at the next level for some Something you know at one point I did, but that's not for everybody. It's not going to be for everybody. But you got to take this, those academically, uh, those academics seriously. So I'm on her side, and it's wow! It's really mind-boggling that the NCAA and the university or the respective college sided with the coach on this one.
2: Yeah. Now, it was Florida A&M University, which is an HBCU. Okay, I see it a little different. I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying because you make some good mm-hmm. arguments, but I actually yeah. side with the coach, the school, and the NCAA on this one. Because okay, okay. The reason being, as a student, you don't get assigned a research paper on Tuesday, and it's due Thursday. That's not how research papers work. You are you are assigned a research paper. It's in the syllabus at the beginning of the semester. And now, when you and I went to college, because this is old school. We're talking about this modern day. Well, you know, you had mm-hmm. to write a research paper. You had to go to the. To the library, you had to a card catalog. You had to Dewey Decimal System. If we got younger, <laughs> thugs, if you had younger listeners, they have no idea what I'm talking about right now. You had microfiche. You had you had. I know this is foreign to them, but people in our age bracket know what I'm talking about. Now that well, you don't have none of that, I'm not saying a research paper is easy to write, but it's a whole hell of a lot easier to write now than it was yeah. when we had it. And, again, they don't assign it on Tuesday, and it's due on Thursday. So you knew this assignment was coming up. You knew yeah. these research papers were due. And I, what, one thing the coach said, hey, as a student athlete, yes, you are a student first, but you got to have a balance. you got to be able to balance your time yeah, better. Yeah, you're right. Now, yeah. when, they, when they dug into the story a little more, they come to find out that since this is a new bowling coach, the old bowling coach used to give them time off right after the holidays and they didn't have to practice or over the holiday break or whatever, whatever. But the new Uh-oh. coach said, no, this is available practice time and you need to be here for practice. And so, like I said, when the young lady appealed. The the university and the NCAA actually cited a rule that said the coaches perfectly have her right to dismiss this young lady because she mispracticed. So I mean I know every situation is different, but like I said in this particular situation, I don't think I mean, I think that the the determination the, the was warranted. Only because, like I said, we're talking about research papers. Even if we were just studying, you you knew this going into this beforehand. And if you're a scholarship athlete, then yeah, you have a responsibility and a financial duty to the school.
1: Yeah, and we got our good buddy Special K on as well. So I'm gonna bring him in on this. And you you may want to you may have to you know uh, you know uh, restart the scenarios. I'm not sure how much of a, that he heard, but. I'm, I'm going to just add a little bit more onto it. I I didn't I didn't mention this part in my uh in my argument is like the termination of this scholarship and 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 uh, from the uh the the uh the program as well that's kind of harsh man. I mean maybe a suspension or you know uh, a couple of games here, or where I don't know how many games that they actually play in a season. But you know maybe you know because exactly. like you said, but, like
2: you said before, bowling brings no money to the school. So yeah, exactly. yeah, women's bowling, yeah, okay.
1: E- exactly, and I respect it. I respect it nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen. We're joking, but we're you know because you know they're you know in the grand scheme of things, bowling is not really the you know top notch, but. And for to for them to get rid of her in a situation like this, man, um, terminate because she missed the practice because she wanted to do her work, homework or study for a quiz or a test, whatever the case may be, uh, it, that's kinda harsh. Maybe suspending her or something like that or I don't know what the I think that's a little extreme. Let's bring in Kay here, man, and um I'm not sure how much Kay heard um the situation, but Kay uh, thank you so much for joining us in, in this time, man. Um, I, I gave you the heads-up, so I appreciate you all <laughs> And I love your response too, brother. But anyway, how are you doing, my brother? How's everything going this evening? I'm,
4: I'm good, man. I'm good. How's everybody? <laughs>
1: hey, what up, doing man? well, doing well. Hey, now before you get started, okay? I sent him a text. I said listen if you if and when you're gonna call in, you know, just shoot me a text and you uh, know, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll call you from the show system and he says well, it is seven. <laughs> <laughs> it is sad. <seven. laughs> so uh, yeah, and if you know, if you don't know, uh, you hear it, you know how you know how K is, man. And in, in the text, you heard his voice. You heard his voice in the text. So, but uh, not, but nonetheless, K. Um, What's tell you about the situation? I don't know if you need E to explain the, the
4: breakdown scenario to you again. I mean, just give me a little bit more context. I think I get the gist of what happened. Mm-hmm. Um a particular yeah. athlete got got dismissed from the team because, you know, they, they I guess they missed a practice saying they they needed to go do some, some schoolwork basically.
2: Yeah, that that's it. Um on the bowling team up at um at um FAMU, a young lady was dismissed from the bowling team because they she got said a bowling. She team? Had, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Hell, I don't even know if only got one. I know we got a bowling alley, but I don't know if we got
3: a bowling team. But
2: anywho she was, dismissed. Okay. she was dismissed from the bowling team because she said she had two research papers due and she couldn't make practice. And they said, well, then we're going to let you go. And I was just wondering, and, and when the young lady appealed, the, the termination was upheld by both the school and the um and the NCAA. Now, FAM does have a new athletic director, and from people I've talked to who went to FAM, they said she's really trying to prove herself, and this is her way of drawing a line in the sand, whatever that means. But just what's your take on whether or not determination was was justified?
4: So um, I think it's justified, man. Uh, First, I mean, just with the situation, um, as you stated earlier, She didn't get that paper Monday. You know what I mean? Like, she had some time, you know, and and as you stated, at the beginning of the semester, you get a syllabus. You know that paper is coming. You know what I mean? At least you have an idea. You may not know exactly what it needs to be about, but you know it's coming. So, therefore, you should have prepared. So, what the coach said was that you should manage your time better. Um, I agree with that as well. Um, now I'm gonna give a little bit of a flip side to it though. Uh, this is the, the the drawback of being at a school that don't have, you know, as much uh, funding as say the the top Division one schools. Because um, you know um, the you know the top schools when when you're on a particular team, um, you know, competing uh, nationally or whatnot. You, um, your schedule is pretty much made for you, you know what I'm saying, to help you manage your time. Um, I'm pretty sure they're not getting there at Sam. My understanding is it's not working like that at Sam. All right? But uh, uh, back to what happened, um, there also has to be more to it. I highly doubt that someone was not only not able to play or compete but dismissed from the team for one paper. You know what I mean? I, it, there has to be more to the store, and this is just the headline. You know, understand what I'm saying? So,
3: gotcha. Um,
4: um, yeah. So I agree. I agree with the school. I and I agree with the NCAA, which is rare. All right. Good stuff there. Yeah. Good stuff go ahead uh e uh,
1: i'll I'll stay with you on this one. I don't know if you had any no, more to, no, that, to that,
2: add to that. that 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 was about all I had like I said this type of stuff could happen at at um you know any any school anyway, like I, said, yeah. this, uh, I I put it into the h b c u segment because it did actually happen at fam and again, like i said. I graduated from Ramblin and bowled in our bowling alley many times. I don't know if we had a bowling team. I damn sure don't know if we had a women's bowling team. And if they do, how much revenue is this bowling team, you know, generating where they can give our scholarships? I know it can't be a full ride. I mean, I – I don't even think a bonus scholarship will cover a meal plan, but I digress. It is what it is. But, yeah, that's what I wanted to bring to you, you know, this week for our HBCU talk.
1: Yeah, and I I like that one, man. I mean, mean, it's definitely interesting, and it definitely warrants a great conversation. And, and you you know, you ask, you know, different people, and you're going to get different answers for sure, especially, you know, the athletes. I think a lot of the athletes will probably tell you that, you know, that's, you know, you know, that's bogus <laughs> to keep it, you know, to keep it G rated, if you will. Um, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't, I, NCAA siding with that. That's, that's really a head scratcher right there, you know, especially from an NCAA and then you've got a scholarship player at that. Um, so um, yeah, I, I, you know, I hope she falls back you know you know, gets in, gets back into, you know, um, you know, files an appeal and, and gets a scholarship back and gets back onto the uh, the bowling team if she wants to take that route for sure. So good luck to uh, that, that student athlete uh, for maybe, sure.
2: Maybe she can enter the portal. <laughs> hey,
1: somebody I, thinking I didn't <laughs> think of that one. That's a great yeah, way. I didn't I think, think of that. Somebody out here
2: check, maybe somebody out here checking for bowlers. She can enter the portal. <laughs>
1: Hey, if, if they got a scholarship there for a boy, for a female boy, hey, you know, but they got to have a portal too, right? Hey, look, yeah. hey, they, they'd oh, be like,
2: yeah, there's one there's one person in the portal. <laughs>
1: I wanna, I, I don't know if you had a stats or anything like that. What was she boy? I don't know if she was averaging. You know, I have no idea. Two hundred. I know. I know you did. I was just just to trying to make her funny. All right, good stuff there, H. All right, uh, great stuff. So let's um, let's uh, jump into the next subject here or topic here. And um, actually, before we do that, let's let's grab our first break here, ladies and gentlemen. Well, what I want to do is um, when we come back, I want to talk about the NBA All Star Game or weekend, I should say. Um, a lot of different things, a lot of different events um, took place there. Ended with the NBA All Star Game, uh, and I got to get me and Kate. <laughs> So I think we're going to know where K is going to be leaning towards how he feels about it. But nonetheless, I will allow him to elaborate when we come back, for sure. And again, he's got his thoughts and opinions in mind as well on, on that weekend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, again, you already know because you're here. It's Sports Talk with K. Walker and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Be right back.
0: Hey, guys, this is Jaquan J. Kelly, a.k.a. Jamal I. Reef, master killer of Wu-Tang and American Saga on Hulu. You're listening to Sports Talk with Kay Walker E. Scott. They're taking a quick break and they'll be right back. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes chat with our consulting pharmacist by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J. Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes, renovation of kitchens and bathrooms, installs all types. That's JohnRobinsonTileTheNumber2.com. CampLimon.com
2: is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some work. Let's put it all together. That we built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs, counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, camplineman.com.
1: It's Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, uh, joined by our good buddy, Mr. Special K. Uh, if you're a long-time listener, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know who Special K is. He comes in and provides his expertise on uh, all of the topics that we, uh, we provide. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you weren't um, part of the, the show in the beginning, we are experiencing a little bit of technical difficulties, only from the standpoint where if you try to call in, you're not going to be able to do so. So if you want to call in and you um and you want to you know provide you know a topic or if you want to talk about that um if you have my number you text me or if you have uh, ease number you could text him or you can leave the um you know uh, your number on the chat or if you just want to just pose a question um in the chat in the comments go right ahead on the on the website there on that link there for sure. So we're not going to be able to to see you call in. So if you could just do that for us, it would be greatly appreciated, and uh, we'll take care of you nonetheless. Otherwise, we're up and running uh, as normal. All right, um, guys, before the break, again, we were talking about HBCU Talk, a little bit of – uh controversy as far as, you know, um if you have the replay, you can you can replay that and, and to give your thoughts and opinions, leave that on our uh on our, on our page, Sports Talk with uh, K Walker and E Scott on uh Facebook and um you know E Scott and Eric Scott and Kevin Walker on our Facebook respective uh Facebook pages if we have some comments and in, in regards to, you know, was that right? Was it warranted? Was it justified as far as we were talking in the first, in the opening segment. All right. Yeah, I want to talk about the NBA All Star Weekend and E uh, I'll start with you on this one. And, you know, let's start with Friday night on go you know, Saturday and go on and until so Sunday. You know, what what was your overall um you know, grade, if you want to give it a grade, but your overall feelings about the NBA All Star Weekend and, you know, what did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? What would you change? What would you keep, so forth and so on. Your thoughts and opinions on that. <clears throat>
2: overall, great. Hefty trash bag hefty 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 <laughs> is <true>. high garbage it by soda, high garbage now <laughs> the best thing from the weekend was on mm-hmm. and steph the the one on okay. one three point contest that okay. that was the it's best thing from the entire weekend now for years <laughs> I've been saying. The Slim Dunk Contest is not going to be worth anything until you get some name brand people in it. What well, we yep. got a name brand dude, um, um, Jason, I'm not Jason, Tatum, the other one, Jalen Brown, it's just, he, 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 he garbage when it comes to dunking. I mean, he's a good basketball yep. player. He, he can't dribble to the left. And I guess you're saying, Well, what they got to do with Duncan? I don't know, but I held it against him. So we had him in the dunk <laughs> contest as the only name brand dude. He went out there and, and, and left a mess. Um the dude who won it, who won it last year, hey man, the I'm clock. gonna need you to be in the NBA. I'm gonna need you to I know it now, I didn't wanna say it. He, I'm gonna need you to be in the NBA. How how you out here winning back to back dunk contest and you can't even get on a ten day roster? No, no, that, that that's, and I don't blame him. I blame the NBA. So you mean to tell me the best dunker we got can only get signed in a few days before All Star weekend in order to be in the dunk contest? And the NBA gonna come back and say, "Well, no, it's not the best dunker we got. It's the best dude we can get to compete." Okay, I give you a pass there. The game, hot mess. How you gonna mm-hmm. score damn near four hundred points? I mean, I mean, I'm not saying. You know, you gotta play a boxing one defense or a, uh-huh. a tight man to man. But play some defense. Put up some sort of effort. You got Carl Anthony Towns, he took more shots than everybody else on this team damn near combined. It was like, Oh, he's going 50. it. They're like, Yeah, that's second time this year, you not went over fifty in a losing effort. I mean I mean come on dog. You just you, you just, Adam Silver, you've gotta do better. You can see uh-huh. in the post game coffee presentation that Adam Silver was disgusted in it. I mean, the NFL, yeah. the NFL, though, came away from the football game. They put more emphasis on the skills contest, and now they play flag football. I don't watch it, but at least they're making some strides to make it better. Hell is here in Orlando, yeah. and I damn near can get free tickets to it and don't go. I mean, I, <laughs> I went to the skills competition a couple um, – a couple years ago, when it was there, I took my son out there. He had a real good time because they let him, That's... you know, do stuff. So, right. he's he's, you know, calls it now. So, wasn't no point in that. Baseball got it right. The home run yeah. der- home run derby it is fantastic. You got name brand guys who compete in it. It's good. And the game is is fairly decent, I guess because, you know, unless you're going to pitch the ball underhanded, you you can't really fake that. I mean, you can throw it right down the middle, but that's exciting for the fans. This NBA All-Star weekend, I mean, to me, to fix it, as you know, the guys don't get paid for it. I think it was, was it David Aldridge? It was it was David Ojude or Will Bond, one of them. It was some mm-hmm. like, well, famous, like he said, to make yeah. it interesting. Before the start of the game, put twelve million dollars at center court and say this twelve million dollars. Goes to the winning team. That's a million, because there's 12 dudes on the roster. That's a million, million dollars it. per player. That's a, that's a that's million dollars per player. Then that gives the guys incentive. That gives the guys something to play for. Because you think thinking, oh, I know some people say, oh, well, a million dollars, that ain't nothing to them. No, that's not to LeBron. But you got some dudes. You got some dudes. Mm-hmm. That, remember the season tournament? They, they, they did tournament them for that, NCAA and they were hard because a mm-hmm. million dollars will help some of them out a great deal. I mean, yeah. like, like uh, it's almost life changing money for them because you know they <laughs> they live in they live in a lifestyle that they can't afford. They got all the child support and all these other things. Yeah, a million dollars is nothing to LeBron, but it's, it means a whole lot to a lot of the guys.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: for sure, yeah, man. E, I, I,
1: yeah, I definitely agree with that. E and and I want to say this about the, you know because I agree with everything that you said. I mean, I do. I, I did like the three point contest. I think the three point contest is you can never go oh, yeah, wrong yeah, with that. To, I, mean, I
2: forgot to mention that yeah. when the regular three point contest was decent yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. the you one could, you could never in nasco was really, really good.
1: Yes, exactly, and what made it what made it even more exciting is that she shot from the from the NBA three point line, you know, and she hit. I know she was playing with a WNBA ball, ladies and gentlemen. Stop with that. I'm, I'm just stop with that because the fact of the matter is you're not gonna really tell the difference between that ball, and that. and it's, sometimes it's it's harder to shoot with a smaller ball than it is to shoot with a bigger ball. To be
2: honest with you, so with that being said.
1: I, 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 um, I, think,
2: but, I think, I I think think you know, her shooting with the WNBA ball was good, not an advantage, but I think it was good because that's the ball she's used to playing with. You're right, yeah. it doesn't really make a difference, but that's the ball she used to. And now as far as her shooting from the NBA three-point line, she chose that. I heard yeah, that a exactly. few days before. Yeah, that's they how gave was her the yeah. option. You can show. Oh, my bad. I didn't mean to say, well, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you good. You're good, bro. No, no, says, they 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 gave her the option. To shoot from the, the the WNBA three point line, she said, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm mm-hmm. shooting where Steph shoots from." And they yeah. just, you know, she just got the ball that she was more accustomed to. So I thought that was absolutely fantastic. I think they should have more one on one three point contests. Like somebody said. If Caitlin Clark comes into the league next year, they should have Damon Steph versus Inesco and Caitlin, And I think that would be fantastic. They got to do something to fix this because right now it's a hot mess. Yeah. And that's the thing
1: about it e, too. I mean, you, you alluded to everything I was going to mention and not and to add on to that, you know, that that's already a good product there in the NBA all-star weekend is the three point contest. They're able to make that better with, with adding Steph and Sabrina. And then next year they're alluding to maybe Dame and, and, and Caitlin Clark teaming up or Steph, you know, whatever the case may be, they're making that better. Now, um, I did enjoy I did enjoy the celebrity all star game as well. I mean, I think you know that LAD uh, uh, court kind of threw me off a little bit. So if it threw me off, I just going to imagine what it did with the, with the players, especially players that uh, the participants I should say that aren't used to playing basketball. You know, I, obviously Michael Parsons won the uh, the, the MVP was a little nervous for him and the way he was going in, I, I was hoping he didn't get, you know, he didn't hurt himself. And then you had some other guys and, 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 uh, players, I don't want to call them guys, players. Uh, Jennifer Hutzman was my favorite to look at, um, uh, for sure. And then you had, um, the, the long, I mean, the high jumper, that thing was jumping out of the gym. Um, so that was, and then you had Stephen A of course going against uncle Shay Shay, you know, as well. So that was very entertaining, and you get to see some of these, these celebrities that, you know, have some skills. Some have you no know, decent skills. So that was very um, very entertaining for me. Then you throw in the, uh, the skill competition uh, as well. I thought that was decent. Dunk contest, you could miss me with that. And then the All-Star game, ladies and gentlemen, I watched about, I don't know, a total of seven minutes of the game. I, would, I literally, I didn't fall asleep, ladies and gentlemen. I went to bed. <laughs> it's a difference. I didn't
3: know go all.
1: I actually went under the covers and I went to bed cuz I was not interested in that. And I knew what it was going to be. When I saw that the over under in that game was like 336, I was like, "All right, well, we know what this is going to be it's going to be a non-defensive game." But let me ask you this, E, and I'll come uh I'll come i pose this question to you, E, and then uh K, okay, I'll let you I'll turn it over to you as um but talking about the dunk contest, and we're talking about, like, you know, LeBron and these guys, and we, you see the best dunk contest usually in the NBA All-Star game. You know, these guys seem like they, they, they can do it in that game, but they don't want to do it under, the, under pressure. It's like these guys are running away from, you know, pressure, running away from the big lights, if you will. But, i hey, I've been watching for the last few days um, on TikTok, there are some, some dunkers out there, man, that's been doing some uh, crazy dunks. I'm talking about dunks that I've never seen before that you couldn't even think about doing. Um, look, at, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It it's just appears on my TikTok. I guess it just follows what I, what I follow and it just appears. And I'm looking at these, and they're usually your young kids or young kids, you know, things of that nature, you know, dunking and doing all these crazy dunks. And I'm thinking like, won't you implement that into the n b a all star weekend turn that in the n b a um dunk contest into something like that and uh Jason Collins had mentioned this on 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 one of our sh- on our show last night in Sideline of speaks. I didn't think about this, but taking it a little step farther, maybe have you know one of these dunkers one of these n b a players sponsor these guys bring them in and say, All right, this is my guy, this is my guy, this is my guy, so forth and so on because there are a lot of great dunkers young dunkers out there. And you talked about McClung who's who's not, you know, really he's not on the NBA team, he's just on the G League, but he's on the, but he's able to participate in the uh, dunk contest why not get some of these young kids who are showcasing their talents on TikTok? If you look at it, ladies and gentlemen, if you're on TikTok, just go on there. I don't know what you'll, what you'll you know, you what search engine you'll use or what to use, but you'll find them for sure. Um, but with that being said, uh, uh, Kay, uh, what's your thoughts and opinions? I know you used that often before the breaks and it was trash, but but everything that E&I has, has spoken of at this point, do you have anything to add or, you know, Does it
4: dispute as far as what we had to say? Yeah, man, it ain't ain't much I can add um, to what you guys already said. Um, I I agree with everything pretty much. Um, Something needs to be done. This thing wasn't, you know, it's not exciting. Now, I will say – you know, over time, the three point the, the three point contest has surpassed the dunk contest as most exciting. And then the the, the top off with Inescu and Kurt, Kurt. That I mean, that could have been the finale. You know, with that being the finale, man, sure. I've been I've been hyped. You know what I mean? Um, that was good because I didn't think she was gonna do what she did. Um, you know, right. I thought she would shoot well, but I didn't think that well. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean <laughs> right? She she would have put half the dudes out. like, you know, they would have been embarrassed. So, um, you know, and I don't want to hear that about, as you said, Kay, uh, about the 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 WNBA ball. Like, I mean, yeah, it, it, she she could have took other uh, handicaps as far as you know. Shooting from the WNBA line exactly. um, versus the mm-hmm. NBA line, you know all the stuff. Like, it, it, the lady can shoot. It's period. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing else to it. She can shoot. Um, you know, um, if I was Curry, I had to be near it. Like, Man, I got to go. You know, but he was cool as ice out there. You know what I'm saying? Shell doing that, with Shell You know what that. I mean? Um, so yeah, man, that 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 was the highlight for me. I will say. I believe I believe it was Friday evening, um, where they had the uh the uh the rookies and the the uh oh, yeah. the one yeah. G team. Oh Yeah, rising
3: stars. We had the
4: rising yeah. stars game. Like That's that rising that. stars game against yeah, uh Matt McClung and the uh uh the, the G League that he had with him. Yeah. That yeah. game was good.
3: It beat the brakes
4: yeah. off the board. <laughs> I mean, I said it was a good game, but I mean it was a good game by by me being surprised by how good the G League played. They played that that game. They was off. Awesome. You know what I mean? And I gave them a shot. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in the finals, you know, the real NBA stood up. So um, those are my two highlights of the weekend. Um, outside of that, man, it was trash. Dunk contest was trash. I knew Matt McClellan was going to win. Um, those those refs need to get some glasses, cause there's a couple of dunks <laughs> he had, man. When you see him in slow motion, yeah, oh my there's no way he don't get a You know what I'm saying? Yeah, at real, his height,
3: For real. And, and
4: and and guess what? Guess what? Y'all don't know. It's something I seen on the news. Sunday was it Sunday or Monday? One of the two. The man was working at a a a raisin cane in the drive-through. Really? Remember. He plays for the G League. So, you know, that yeah. check can't be that. big no money. You know, right. this man was at the drive. That's where he got his interview at his local interview for winning the dunk contest. He was in the Raisin Cane's interview, uh, uh, uniform, um, fresh off work, working in the drive-thru. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. okay,
2: real quick. Don't, don't he play in Lakeland? What do the Osceola Magic play?
4: They play in Kissimmee now. I remember, the Osceola Magic. Oh, okay. When they was in Lakeland, they were the Lakeland Magic. Um oh, okay. um this okay. for this season they moved him to consentment, So a little backstory on Matt McClellan. last, last year he was actually mm-hmm. in the NBA when he was in the dunk contest. He was in the NBA with the Sixers. Um and this year he's been in the GD with us. But at the time last year he was in the NBA. So they allowed him to uh uh you know, defend the title this year. Uh um, so like I don't Craig, think we're going to be able oh, to Like great odds
3: yeah exactly yeah. great point great point Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: great point So yeah, yeah that that that's the backstory on that
1: yeah, and, and that's why that's why I said you know when you see something like that, man, you, you you it goes back to where I was saying earlier about you know trying to get some of these young kids you know or TikTokers trying to make names for themselves, bring them in and 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 have you know some of these guys sponsor them. Hey, you mentioned the twelve million dollars, you know, put it in the middle, you know, center of the court, and let these guys you know you know you know play for that. You know, maybe they can you know use that particular money to you know sponsor these guys, get them in, and, and and see what they can do. And then you know, if they're good enough to get on the team, or or you know, uh, G League or a college, depending on how old they are, uh, they are. You know, just bring them in just for the excitement alone, uh, for sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen. What we're going to do here is I'm going to I'm I'm going to make a call because I got to bring our good buddy Jason Collins. And again, ladies and gentlemen, it's working a little differently. If you're just joining us, it's working a little different tonight because instead of our callers calling us, we're calling the caller. So just bear with me. You're going to hear a little phone ring, and we're going to bring in Mr. Jason Collins here, oh uh, for sure. All right, so just uh, just ad libbing a little bit here, ladies and gentlemen, as we do. Jason Collins, how are you doing this evening, my brother? This is uh sports star with K These guy. How are you doing this evening? I think he might be on mute right now. All right, Jay. If you can hear us, your uh your your mic is open, brother. Just one moment here. Yeah. All right. Well we'll let Jay come in. Jay come in. Let's let, let us know when you uh when you can uh when you can hear us or when you come in but uh e um you still there e? you can hear me right yeah yeah i'm here all right cool all right so uh, jay might be on me i'm not sure what's going on there so um let me just shoot him a real quick text here all right cool so so with that being said yeah i mean unless you guys have something uh, to, to add on to that uh you know i definitely want to you know just just move on to uh, you know, move on to the uh the NFL here or um yeah, NFL just a little bit. I want to switch gears just a little bit here, guys. Actually no, let's stay on the NBA talk, E. Let's stay on the NBA talk. And what I want to talk about is I want to talk about Doc Rivers and and the Bucks. And, you know, what what your feeling is on that. It seems like right now, E, you know, the last two games that I've seen from the uh the Bucks play, they played the heat they played the heat. They got blown up by the heat um no no jimmy butler there um no uh, recently acquired uh terry Rozier there and they got blown out by uh you know by the uh by the heat at home at their their place and then the next game they get they get beat by the grizzlies and we know the grizzlies you know are the grizzlies if you can name me one player from the grizzlies ladies and gentlemen please by all means let me know i mean i know but if a lot of people don't know but, E, what say you about the Bucks and Doc Rivers? Doc Rivers has taken a lot of heat, especially from J.J. Riddick. And J.J. Riddick is saying that, that uh, Rivers, is, is that he's not there's no accountability there from Doc Rivers, and he's always making excuses. What say you about that, and, um, you know, what, what, what's your thought process and how you see the Bucks finishing in the, in the second half of the season?
2: Now, by no means am I a Doc Rivers guy. I think Doc should be fired because I don't think he should ever be hired. But I also think J.J. is coming from a position of hate. And I usually like yeah, J.J. J.J. Like is usually it. pretty yeah. on it. But it's not like he hating, because if you will notice, in all the things J.J. said, he never said Doc wasn't a good coach. Even when Austin right. Rivers called him out, he never said Doc's not a good coach. He just said Doc's not accountable. Doc's this. Doc's that. That. But in none of that did he say, "Hey, Doc can't coach. Doc don't know what he's doing." So that leads me to believe he does think Doc's a good coach. Now Austin even said, "Hey man, look, you had some of your best years under my dad. Yeah, we had to take you out at the end of games when he came to defense, pretty much, because you were a liability." So again. It sounds like JJ is coming from a, from a position of hate. Now back to Doc. It also came out that Doc told management he didn't want to take over the, the Bucs until after the All Star break because it was going to be tough going into the All Star break. So that leaves me believing Doc, your your heart wasn't in this going into the All Star. You already looking ahead to the second half for the season. Well. There's, I don't think you should be able to survive. You shouldn't have survived the All Star break, even though you just got the job a few days before the All Star break. You shouldn't have survived it. But Doc, I just Doc is not a good fit over there. I mean, Dame 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 is not playing, you know, well. He's missing right. games. Um, Giannis is not playing well. He I mean, he's doing all he can. It's just that the other guy that you fired was at least above 500. Say what you want to say about him. Even if him and didn't get along, you were winning games. You bring in Doc, and, and, and you didn't did a complete 180, because a 180 is not always a good thing. Usually when people right. use the term, oh, they did a complete 180, they're saying that in a positive light. No, the bus is on a 180, but they're headed in the wrong direction. Yeah, you got to roll Doc up out of there.
1: Yeah, great, great stuff there. Uh, Kate, well, what say you about this situation?
4: So, I didn't hear the comments um, with J.J. Um, I didn't hear the back and forth. But, you know, as, as he said, man, I like I like J.J., man. Um, I think J.J. J straightforward. Um, it, it's hard for me to say he's coming from a place of hate because just, I mean, again, I didn't see it. But just listening to what you guys have said, um, yeah. he didn't say he was a bad coach. You know no, what I mean? He, he just said he doesn't hold no accountability. So, yeah. you know, to me, that's saying that, you know, you let your star players just do what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean your H&O's yeah. ain't right. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that's where JJ was coming from with that. I don't think he was really trying to hate on Doc. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think he was just trying to say, hey, man, he doesn't hold his top players to a level of accountability. Um, right. and, and, you know, thinking about what went on in LA where JJ was I mean yeah I, I could probably see that a little bit you know just yeah. thinking about the players that was there um now as far as what's going on in, in Milwaukee like I said last week man I think it's um you know it, it's a time cap for man they, they it's 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 time man he didn't have the all season you know what I mean yes they have superstar players but I mean hell even even been Miami, star like 1 and 9 when when LeBron and all of them first went down there. So, you know what I'm saying? It takes time to build things, man. And, um, you know, I don't know if they're going – I'm not going to say they're going to win the ship or nothing like that, but I think yeah. it'll look better later. You know what I mean? So, I'm not ready to say Doc shouldn't be there. Um, I, just say, I just say he needs more time.
2: Yeah, you know,
1: I gotta ask you this, Kay. I'm gonna stay with you on this one, and I'll come to you on this one, uh, as well. But when do we start to so, so start to put the accountability? Speaking of that, you know, bringing up that term and that word, um, accountability on the players? Because if you look at it, Kay, uh, they're they're right now they're on their third third quarter. I mean, third quarterback, third uh, head coach in the last two years. So right now, and you know, as as much as we're talking about how much they're loose, with that? Eighteen months. Yeah, exactly. And that's three coaches, you know, you know, you know, every every six year, every six months, they're they're going to be a new head coach. You know, based on you know, you know, based on the the pattern right now. But right now, they're in third place. Right now, they're thirty. They're they're thirty five and twenty one. You know, they're they're right there. So it's it's kind of like. It's, it's bad, but it's not bad at the same time. But, you know, when you switch coaches all the time, but um, it, it, it brings a lot of attention to you. So I'm still going to – my, my question is, when do the, when do the players start to um, have to take accountability for it? And when first and foremost, if not players, player, and that's Giannis. Because we know Giannis going into this season – Giannis was saying that, you know, we're going to see if we're going to be on the same page about signing that extension. You know, his, his, his ultimately was $62 million a year extension, which he ultimately got. He said before that, that, you know, we want to see if we're all on the same page. So once he signed that, that led, led us to believe that they were all on the same page, but now they got a new coach in here and they're still not doing, they're still being inconsistent. So with that being said, again, when do we put, Accountability, and when did the, the players have to say, "Listen, it's on us"? Or when do we have to start blaming
4: the players? In your opinion, okay? Well, I think what you what you allude to is that uh, you know the situation between Giannis and, and Coach Griffin. You know, um, you know, on the surface, it kind of looks soft, like like Giannis is is being soft or whatnot. But we don't know what mm-hmm. happened behind closed doors. And for them to let a coach go when you in first place. It has to be more yeah. than what we saw, you know what I mean. So I don't want to put that on Giannis, you know what I mean, because it it could have been just a bad mix. Not that Griffin was wasn't a good coach, but his 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 temperament or his attitude doesn't mix with uh, you know, the top player. And as he said in the moment, um, yeah. when that when when we talked about it back then, um, the one person you can't 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 get in the face of. Especially in the game is Giannis. Um, but supposedly not only Giannis he was getting in the face of, um, he was messing with the little brother as well. You know what I mean? So my my conclusion of that is, um, Mr. Coach Griffin must must think those boys are soft for whatever reason. Uh, and maybe 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 Giannis is kind of a soft mentality, you know what I mean? He plays a lot. But Giannis also gives you hundred and twenty percent on that court. You know what I mean? Now, does he always make the right play, this, that, and third? and no. all. But you can see Giannis is playing hard. He, he ain't taking plays off. You know what I mean? So, I say as a collective group, uh, the players need to get it together. Like, that whooping okay. they took against Memphis, that, yeah. that doesn't – listen, you don't get beat like that trying. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. So, that's, that's more of an effort as a collective group. You know, cause there's no way, man. You get beat by what it was, almost forty or something like that.
3: Yeah, uh, that's on I'm a
4: team about. that don't even don't even a team that don't even have their superstar. So yeah, yeah, as a collective group, you you need to get it together. You know what I'm saying? Cause just yeah. your effort alone, if you're playing hard with the level of players that y'all have, even if you lose a game, it shouldn't be like that. So, yeah. um, from the standpoint of a group, I say yes. But Giannis alone uh um i i don't i don't say giannis is an issue at least not by sight all right
1: yeah because you you got to ask yourself man is this is the are the prisoners running the asylum here man i mean because it seems like everything if the coach continues to go it just seems like it's it's it seems like that giannis and i'm calling him the ring leader here because he is the leader of that team, um, not just by contract, but because by statute he's the, you know, arguably one of the, you know, the top three, top four, top five players in all of basketball. Um, but to to continue to to have a, a coaching turnover, and you're being as good as it seems like there's, they're they're not willing to play defense here. One last um, comment on this, Ian, and I'm a, I'm attempting to bring uh you know, Mr. Jason Collins again. But you um you know one last comment is on this on the defensive aspect of it. Uh you know what what what's going on there? Do they where is there uh, um a loss there of interest? Who's to blame for that as far as playing defense? Cuz obviously they can score with the best of any team in the uh in the league, but as far as defense goes, they're they're at the bottom. But what say you about that, E? Oh, not
4: dang but we'll okay? go ahead,
2: E. Just <laughs> Just to back up a little bit, when you right. asked, um when, when do the players take accountability? You stole my thunder a bit because I was about to say, it's okay. not the players. It's Giannis because ain't nobody okay. asking Chris Middleton. Ain't nobody right. asking. <laughs> when well, you see Drew Holiday, they wrote his ass up out of there. So wasn't nobody checking for him? It, it's Giannis that needs to take accountability. Now. Kate just answered the question correctly. Dame is a problem on defense. When you lose Drew Holiday, who was an excellent two-way player, and bring in a guy for strictly offense, I'm not saying Dame can't play defense. I'm saying Dame doesn't play defense. There's a difference. Yeah. He might be yeah. one of the best defenders out there. He, he don't show <laughs> it. I mean, when guys fly by him, you know, he do that reach. And then that's about it. Mm-hmm. And so in this in this game – you're going to have to have a balance. I'm not saying you got to be a defensive juggernaut, but you got yeah. to play some defense, and right now they're not because, okay, if you're playing some defense, you can lose to Miami without um, Rozier Jim. and Jimmy Butler by, you know, Ten point, point the two point, two points. Should be okay. single digits, but then is the most. When you get blown out by 30, that means right. you're not trying at all. And when you get blown out by Memphis, who doesn't even have John Moran out there, and you're absolutely right, since they um, traded your boy to Houston, the one I didn't like, Dylan, Dylan uh, him, and John Morris, mm-hmm. I can't name you one dude over there. Exactly. So I don't even know. I don't even know who these dudes are. But when you get blown out like that, that means you're not playing any defense at all. Zero. I mean, it's it's, it's the All Star game all over again. But um, yeah, that <laughs> that's who I blame for the defense.
1: All right, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let me let me bring in our good buddy, uh, Mr. Jason Collins, because I I want to uh, get his thoughts and opinions on this, and I want to also start a little conversation in the nfl and talk a little uh Dak as well he's a cowboy friend ladies and gentlemen so i want to get his thoughts and opinion on, on Dak commanding 60 million dollars a year so let's try him again ladies and gentlemen again if you're if you're just joining us we got a little different uh a little different show for tonight because we're experiencing difficulties so we have to call our callers if you will so let's try this again <clears throat>
0: K-Walk, you got me?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, brother? Thanks so much for joining
2: us. How you doing this evening? Doing good, man. What's going on?
1: All is hey, well, well, all is well, man.
2: What's going on, E?
1: Yeah. Man. We got E. We got we got K. We got we got uh, special K and yourself on it. Just for joining us. A little different. We're experiencing some te- technical difficulties, Jay. So we have to call our callers tonight. But um, almost lost this show. But I I said, listen, I want. I have to. We have to do this show tonight, man. So I, I just found a way to <laughs> do it, man. So all right. So what we're talking
3: about uh, here, Jay? Uh, we got
1: a little, little interference here, Jay. I don't know if you're on the system you're using, something like. Uh, some feedback, a little
3: bit. Got right, better, cable a
1: better. Yeah, a lot better, a lot better. Yes, sir. All right, so uh, what we're talking about is um, pretty much what we you and I talked about last night on, the sport, uh, on the sideline speaks is um, the the situation with, with, with uh, Milwaukee, Doc Rivers, uh, and the Bucks there, and uh, we'll we'll try to circle back a little bit and now uh, you know talk about some other things. We want to get you on and talk a little little uh, All Star break as well. If we can get back to that, we will. But we'll move forward nonetheless. But right now we're on Doc Rivers, the Bucks. Uh tell us your situation. And hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you if are you, if you new to the show, this Jason Collins. uh he uh you know, calls in on you know from time to time. And Jay, again, we're getting that feedback, so I'm not sure what, what that is. Uh, yeah. I don't know,
4: man. I'm on my normal setup. Um Okay.
0: Um,
1: I don't know if it has to do anything with the show or anything like that because.
0: Do you still I don't know
1: hear it? your phone. Just a little bit, not too much right now, but a little bit. It comes in and it comes in and out. Um. Yeah, it's back now. Sorry. but
0: Yeah, I'm on my phone. I don't.
4: I don't know what the deal is. Um,
3: yeah, I don't it's know really what... bad.
4: Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me jump off, man, so I'm not, you know,
0: messing yeah, up yeah, messing right. up the show. Y'all proceed. All
3: right, cool. All right, cool, cool, man.
2: Appreciate we'll get you, both. we'll get you back you. next week, Jay, and we'll We up to Finish that stuff. We want to go over with you, but we'll definitely yeah, get you back we'll, next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll right, for, for sure. that next
1: week. All, all right. right, brother. All right, Jeff. All right, What's up? All right. So yeah, yeah. So little again technical difficulties there. So um, so with that being said, let's uh, let's let's go to the next one here, uh, E and I just want to talk about Jack Vaughn real quick before we get into Dak Prescott. Uh one more um uh coaching uh change here or, or coaching change here is Jack Vaughn fired from the Nets. Um your thoughts and opinions on this? E, were, were you surprised about this? I mean, wh- what do you, what is the thinking behind the Nets uh firing um firing Jack Vaughn because right now they're not in a position to win and then they and they they bring in and they hire um Kevin Ollie the the former UConn or UConn right or was it yeah UConn uh, coach there so what we'll, we'll say you about uh, about the
2: firing of Jack Vaughn so you got the Nets that moved from Jersey to Brooklyn you had Jay Z being part owner that didn't mm-hmm. work out he wanted to go out and do a sports agency then they bring in Paul Pierce and Kevin Durant at the end of that, at the end of their careers that didn't work mm-hmm. out. Then you bring in KD, Kyrie, and the beard. That didn't work out. <laughs> then you got a coach over there. And now you fire him to bring another coach. Can can we say hot mess over in, 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 in Brooklyn? I mean, the best thing about the Brooklyn Nets is the Barclays Center. And I'm talking about other events other than basketball that they have there. I mean, that, that's a it's a hot mess over in Brooklyn. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't I don't I I know nothing about them other than the stuff I just laid out for you and that's right. plenty. It shouldn't be that much in, in, in the in the short time and I say short, it's been a while. But since they moved from New Jersey to Brooklyn, nothing good has come from that. I just gave you all the stuff that has happened over there <laughs> and they hadn't even sniffed. An NBA championship. Hell, I don't even know how many times they've been to the playoffs, But come on, dog. That that, that that that's yeah. They they need to be. What did baseball used to do? Um um contraction. What they did to the x Balls? Yeah, <laughs> Brooklyn needs to be contracted. Or like Seattle, moving to OKC. I mean, no dog. It ain't working in Brooklyn. It's not working, Kewl.
1: Yeah, it's not, man. Okay, I'll come to you on this one. And 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 speaking as a local here, man, and, and who has who has played or played or watched, you know, uh, a game in Barclays Center, you know, watch my Heat there. Um, it's, I don't mean I don't, I like the Barclays Center, e but at the same time I don't. I don't like it's lighting, man, it. It's not MSG.
2: That's why you don't like it. It's no. not MSG.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I've been MSG this year too. You know what? A, you're absolutely right. And I'm not a Knicks fan by any stretch of imagination because I'm a Heat fan. But I tell you, it don't e, matter. It's MS, yeah, it, it, don't MSG. Yeah, MSG. Yeah, MSG is legit, man. I'm telling you, I had nosebleed seats. E, I had great view. I had a bathroom right behind me, and I had uh, I had the beer section right behind me, and I had the the food section right behind me. And I'm telling you, great setup, great venue there for sure. E. And Barclays is a little dark for me. They're lighting in that stadium or that arena is is not to my liking by any stretch of imagination. But you're right there. Yeah, I, I just don't know. You know, they had they went from sugar to you know what and real quick, man, and you know, and I just don't know what it was or what took place because they had great talent. You mentioned the beard, you know, we're talking about James Harden, K D, Kyrie. Ben Simmons. I mean, I just don't understand like what happened there. I just can't put my finger on it. Nonetheless, but yeah, it was very surprising to me that Jack Vaughn got fired, considering you know that you know they're still in the hunt right now. If you look at them, they're eleventh. They're eleventh in the uh, in in the uh, the standings in the Eastern Conference uh, right now. So they're 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 two and a half games. Uh, no two games two and a half games out of the playing spot. So they, you know, they continue to play and they say, let me look at that. Say, listen, if we get in, you know, we can make some noise, but you know, for whatever reason, they fire him before, right before all-star break or during all-star break. So it's mind boggling to me there. So it was very, uh, head scratching. Nonetheless, that, that, uh, Jack Vaughn, um, gets fired there. I thought he was doing an excellent, I mean, you know, a job, you know, a good job, Good enough job. So right there, they're on the outside looking in to possibly get into the uh, the, the at least the play-in game, the play-in tournament for sure. But K, what say you about the the firing of uh, of Jock? For I
3: don't
4: know. Um, you know, I mean, as he said, man, that the organization is a hot mess. Um, you know, uh, they just gave the man an extension last year. <laughs> yeah, right. fire this year. like I don't, I don't understand, man. Like, what's going on? I mean, it, did you expect to win this year with the team you got? I mean, I can't name no players on the team, not offhand. Like now, right. if you name them, I may recognize them, but offhand, no, I can't. I so I don't, I don't, you know, I ain't got much, man. I, I don't know what to say. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree, man. I'm not gonna spend too much more time on this
1: because I want to get into something more interesting, something that I think that's going to pique our interest uh, for the most part, uh, and that's the 49ers hire. I mean, uh, firing uh, the uh, defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. I know we kind of touched on it last week, but I want to get you guys, uh, you know, thoughts and opinions on who the next DC should be. There, want to talk about of um, Dak Prescott demanding sixty million dollars. Want to talk, good East guys. Um, uh, outlook on his uh, New Orleans Saints going into the season. And there's some interesting stuff coming out of Tampa Bay, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, our good buddy Special K is a diehard size, uh, Buccaneers fan. Baker Mayfield is projected to get uh, three years, $75 million. And then Mike Evans and the Bucks are far apart in the contract. So what are we are going to do there? I'm going to pause it right there. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to dive into that. And, of course, we're going to get into East Scott's entertainment segment as well. Again, ladies and gentlemen, it's Sports Talk with K Walker and East Scott. Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. You already know that because you're here. All right, taking a quick break. Again, we'll be right back.
0: You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott and Kevin Walker, we make it easy to talk sports. At Vintage Labs Collection, we are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www. VintageLabsCollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most. Your skin
3: isn't just skin. It's a beautiful reflection of every single thing you've been through in life. Which is why Dove Body Wash renews your skin ceramides and strengthens it against dryness For instantly softer smoother skin you can lovingly embrace Renew the love for your skin with
0: Dove Body Wash Hey South Carolina Greetings from music recording artist Marcus Allen Our accountants at Javis Tax Service won the state's best tax office in the state They're open year-round to serve you from Columbia's only drive through office. Give them a call, 803-419-1001. That's
2: 803-419-1001. Does it appear the
1: long
0: arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at AndersonandWelch.com. Take your football game to the next level with the National Youth Football League. The National Youth Football League is powered by former NFL players and great coaches across the United States. They provide student-athletes with opportunities to play football year-round. Spring leagues in the greater Triangle area are now forming for ages 5 to 18. To pre-register, log on to NationalYouthFootballLeague.com. That's NationalYouthFootballLeague.com.
1: And we are back. Again, it is Sports Talk with K-Walk and E. Scott right here on Everhead. so good sports radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, uh, we were talking about uh, the the Bucs. We were talking about the Nets and uh, NBA talk there. I want to switch gears here. And uh, I want to talk some uh, some NFL here. I know NFL is over. We're going to dive into, you know, some off season things here man and um to get a little get a little jump on it if you will and e I want to talk about um San Francisco. I know we kind of talked about that last week and we um but uh Steve Wilkes was fired by the by the San Francisco 49ers. A lot of people took um uh, exception to it. They felt like, you know, he was the scapegoat. Um Kyle Shanahan's come out and said that, you know, he just wasn't the right fit for them. Unfortunately, it took a season, uh, you know, for them to um to realize that in a in a Super Bowl loss. I'm not gonna say that Steve Wilkes was the reason that the forty ers lost that game. There were multiple reasons you could point at, um uh for sure. But nonetheless, uh Steve Wilkes is out by the uh, San Francisco Forty ers And right now they're in um they're in uh in in, more, in, in um, search of a new d c uh, right now defensive coordinator now let me ask you this Eve. first give me your thoughts and opinions if you want to elaborate any more on the Steve Wilkes firing and two, who should they uh, they be targeting right now and who do you see that you know the favorite right now if you were a betting man who would be who's going to be the next defensive coordinator of San francisco 49ers? Now
2: for Steve goes, I'm gonna say scapegoat. I think he was fired. You know that's a that's a famous move by head coaches when your job is in jeopardy. Not saying Shanahan's job is in jeopardy, but when things are not going right on your end, you fire the coordinators. It wouldn't have made much sense to fire the offensive coordinator since he calls the offense. So that, <laughs> that 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 wouldn't have made much sense. So who's next? Well. So I, I I don't think it was personal. I just think you know, hey, we need a scapegoat. Somebody got to go down for this. It's gonna be you. Now, as far as candidates go for the DC position, I don't I don't I don't really have one because mm-hmm. most guys who are good at that position they usually elevate to head coach. That's not really a lateral move position. So it's probably going to be somebody who's a linebacker coach somewhere or a defensive line coach, or it may become from in staff or from the college rank. So as far as who's mm-hmm. a top candidate to take that job, I, I really don't have a candidate. It'll probably be a shock because, again, most of the time, like, Dia, like Coach Brown said, you're the elevator to terminate it. That's not really mm-hmm. a lateral move type position. All right, good stuff.
1: Uh, uh, Kay, what's what say you about this, if you want to elaborate a little bit more on Steve Wilkes firing? And, uh, you yeah, know, same same question.
4: Yeah, scapegoat. Uh, you know, for all things I already said, um, somebody had to go. Um, now, as far as who would be a good fit, now, I do have one coach in mind. I know he wouldn't go there because he got too much of a mouth. Um, but Rex Ryan. Uh, Rex Ryan is a very good defensive <laughs> coach. Um, he's very good when he has a good line biker. Um, he has a great line biker he would have a great line biker core in San Francisco, so uh it would yep. be a good fit. Um, player wise. Um, but Rex wouldn't go there. Um, him and Shanahan will clash by by week eight. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the coach that was fired, um, um forgetting the name right now. Steve Roger uh, Steve Wills, I'm sorry, um, he is a scapegoat, um, but we saw this coming. So, um, it was, I just wonder what would have happened if they would have won the game. He would have been gone. Too. <laughs> he still gonna go. You, you you still think he would have been gone? Absolutely. I don't think we've ever seen yeah. that though. No. If he but didn't the yeah, but... Wait, K-Walk, you said if they didn't yeah. win the Super
2: Bowl, they still would have rolled his ass up under there.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because he, he, see, he was.
2: The time to fire him was easy after the Green Bay and the Detroit game. Even though you won both of those games, those were, were were lackluster defensive performances. The Super Bowl, your defense actually played well, and one of his linebackers, what, tore Achilles running into yeah. the game. So I think yeah. he would have got a pass if, if you win the Super Bowl. Okay, well, I don't think they would have got rid of him in that scenario.
4: Yeah. That's hard to explain.
1: No, no, no. You're right, but it's the fact same because it could have been, uh, you know, same reason because it wasn't the right fit. That's the, he would have used the same. He would have used the same uh, reasoning because of the fact that the matter is, Kyle Shanahan had to use too many timeouts in, you know in that postseason run uh, to get make sure that the defense was correct, and that's even in the Detroit game, even in the green. Well, I don't know the, the Green Bay game, Detroit game for sure and then the, the overtime game against the um uh, you know against the uh uh the the, the cheese obviously and and when you look at it uh, yes yeah the the, the Trey Greenlaw went down with the Achilles injury um fluke injury there but they still you know Kyle Shanahan was still a big part of that defense, and and, and Fred Warner as well was, as far as calling the plays and calling the coverages and things of that nature. For some reason or another, I felt like Steve Wilkes was kind of sad, trying to sabotage that, to be honest with you, because he felt like there was too many hands in the pot, in my personal opinion. Uh, I mean, there was too many cooks in, in the kitchen, and, and and he felt like he was being undermined. And I think he wanted to lose that. That's, that's me, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I, I believe that's what it was because I think that he was under the microscope um, all season long, and rightfully so. And I'm not going to I'm not going to be too long winded on this because I can I can go on and on about this, but yeah, I still think he, if they would have won the, if they would have won uh, the, the the Super Bowl, um, he would have been he would have been let go. Uh, he would they would have parted ways. He would have been fired. He wouldn't have been fired he would have been, they were have they parted ways. So he wouldn't have been let go at, you know, two three days after the Super Bowl that he was let go. It would have been towards, you know, the draft, close to the draft, things of that nature. And it would have been like, a, you know, a parting of ways. It would have been a different, uh, you know, a different term, type of termination, and you know what I mean about that. You know, you, we talk yep. about that all the time. You know, there's it, it just, just legalities about that, just wording about that. So yeah, it this, this wasn't a great fit, and I think someone mentioned, I don't know if it was U E or U K, that said about it was a personality clash. That's what it was with those two, and there's nothing wrong with that. Both are professionals, and, and and not taking anything away from Steve Wilkes, but Steve Wilkes didn't just didn't fit with this defense and what Kyle Shanahan's offense. And you gotta, you guys gotta understand this. Like, there when it, when you have a defense, it has to complement the the offense. So what Kyle Shanahan's office likes to do, it likes to control the game you know, run the clock and you know, and you know, sometimes you're gonna go three and out. Now what you need to do is you need to have a defense that's gonna complement that offense. Steve Wilkes didn't compliment that offense, man. He came in and saying that he was going to do that, but he didn't do it. Look at look at D'Amico Ryan's I know his numbers. You can look at his numbers and they can compare, could be a little bit better than D'Amico Ryan's defense than last year, but the fact of the matter is it didn't. He didn't do it in the heat of the battle. Meaning Steve Wilkes. he didn't compliment uh, Mike uh, Kyle Shanahan's offense in the heat of the battle. So you got to look at that from that standpoint, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So with that being said, that's enough on there. I'll 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 uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Um, Coordinators for 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 me, <laughs> oh, Bill Belichick would be that guy. I hold on, ladies and gentlemen, relax. I know I get what you. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. Is that Bill Belichick will not take a uh, a coordinator job as, as as much as he's accomplished and how many Super Bowls he's won? But right now he's not in the position to win. I mean, he's not in a position uh, to coach. So. Why not say, listen? What does Bill Belichick love to do? He loves to coach. He loves to teach. All right. So why not? And he's only has about maybe three, four, five, maybe years less on his resume to coach, or I mean his career to coach. He's not going to succeed in the booth, ladies and gentlemen. We know that. I mean, he, I mean, we 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 don't know that. But if you if you hear him speak, he's not built for that. He's built for he's built for coaching and teaching. Why not do it with a 49ers defense? They're going to listen to him because they know what his resume brings to the table. Kyle Shanahan can learn something from him because, you know, from a game management standpoint, we all know, and I'm a 49er fan, we know Kyle Shanahan has some game management issues. Maybe he can, maybe he can learn from Bill Belichick and say, "Listen, um, you know this is what you need to do in this situation." You give Bill Belichick the head, assistant head coaching position, give him that assistant head coach money, and then maybe he'll come there and say, "Listen, uh, we can do this." Kyle Shanahan's offensive mind with Bill Belichick's defensive mind, and they have a great respect for one another as well. Just going back real quick, Jimmy Garoppolo situation. Jimmy, Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo, when they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo, meaning the Patriots to the uh, to 49ers from the, uh, the Patriots, the Patriots were getting first-round offers from other teams. They turned them down to give them, you know, second, third-round uh, picks to uh, to the 49ers because that's how much respect they have for one another. They, listen, that's my wish list, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just trying to sell this to you guys. Not saying it's going to happen. I'm just trying to sell it. Or another guy out there is uh, is uh, Mike Raybo as well, who 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 doesn't have a head coaching job. Why he doesn't, I don't know. But another guy out there as well, still young enough um, to 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 get these guys going. I mean, not going, but keep these guys going. So those are the guys I'm I'm doing. I know I I said I was going to try to keep it brief, but nonetheless. Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel are the top two on my list. Not saying it's gonna happen. But um but Johnny Holland, you mentioned uh E as far as a linebacker coach within their organization, he's probably the leading candidate there. He's their linebacker coach. They love him there. So Johnny Holland may be that guy they'll go they ultimately go with. All right, real quick, uh where are we at the time. Just looking at the time, make sure we don't go over here. All right, Dak Prescott, real quick ear E. Um Demanding or command $60 million a year, is it warranted? Let's throw the market out. I know we're going to say the market. We're always going to use the market price. Forget the market, E. Let's throw the market out of there. Is he worth $60 million a year in your opinion?
2: Absolutely not, even with the market, no. I mean, (laughs) Lamar Lamar has won two. MVP awards, one of them unanimous, mm-hmm. took his team yeah. to the AFC Championship game, and he had to fight tooth and nail to get his money. What has that done? And that just got extended a couple of years ago. Yeah. I mean, he, it's not time to go back to the table yet. That win a playoff game, do contribute, do something noteworthy before you go to the table and ask for more money. Okay, Lamar was the last pick in the first round, but still a first-round pick. That right. one drafted to the fourth round. You lucky to be here. You you remember that Kobe Bryant commercial with Kobe and Aziz, I'm sorry, and he was like, hey, Kobe <laughs> said, what's it Aziz, like, we get pizza after this? And Kobe like, what's he doing here? That's how they look at that. What's he doing here? You shouldn't even be in this conversation. Yeah, you didn't have some good regular seasons, some decent regular seasons, but there ain't no way they should give you $62 million a year. When Jerry constantly tells your head coach, your job is day-to-day, he went and got Trey Lance. Now, he didn't go get Trey Lance to have Trey Lance on the clipboard. That we went it was either to light a fire in the Dak or that's Dak's replacement. That's the only way you make that move. So, no, Dak is not worth $62 million. Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, I have to agree with you. Ed. But, Kay, before I get started, well, I ain't going to get into it too much. But well, what say you about this, uh,
4: Kay? <clears throat> Kay, if I'm, you got me on mute. Oh, uh, man, um, yeah, I was on mute, man. <laughs> I really ain't got much to add, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, you know, yeah, uh, what y'all said. <laughs> he wasn't listening to everybody, but <laughs>
3: right,
1: it, it's cool, man. It's cool. All right. Um, let's go here man let's let's go let's go to your uh your 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 bucks here man and, and uh baker mayfield here projected um a contract i said this to you as well i said it to you in text and and you said that you know that, that's that's fair so what uh, will say you about baker mayfield projected to get a, a contract a 3 year 75 million with a – uh it seems to be a uh a cat hit uh you know uh, franchise a cap strap franchise in the Buccaneers. What say you about your Baker Mayfield and, and your in your Bucks?
4: I mean, I'm not mad at it, man. I mean, we got to the playoffs. I don't want to say it was solely because of him, but we got there. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. We need a quarterback, uh, whether we draft one or not. Um, that remains to be seen, but it's 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 highly impossible at this point uh, for <laughs> us to move up high enough to get one or two. So. Might as well sit on Baker for a while. Um, So yeah, I'm not mad at it, man. 25 is cheap at this point, you know, with what they, what the top quarterbacks are getting. So um, I'll take, I'll take the 25, uh, 25 year for Baker. I don't know what it's going to pan out to be. I mean, that's speculation. Um, But if it is three years, 75, I'm, I'm not mad at that because I mean, that's not top tier. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's middle of the road for what quarterbacks are getting these days. Um, so yeah, I'm not mad at that. Now flip side, um, what are we gonna do by Mike? I mean, we 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 somewhat yeah, strap nice as they said, but um, that's rough, man. I mean, we can't we can't let Mike go. Um, but that would be true Buccaneer fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like for Ron Day to do his whole career here, that was that was, you know, <laughs> for that many years, that was a, 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 a one-off, I'm going to say. Um, I don't, man, I I would lean highly favored to signing Mike, but I don't see it happening, just being honest. Um, with the money, Mike, not only wants, but should give. you know, with all he's done here, um, not only the record books, but, I mean, he took pay cuts to bring Brady in and sign some other players, this that and the third. So um Mike deserves a lot, man. Um but I don't think he's gonna get it here. So um I hope we sign him, but I don't I don't see it happening, just being honest. Um but you know, bite the to Baker too. Um I'm not mad at Baker. Um but I hey listen man, I would bank on getting a, a rookie quarterback out the draft and letting Baker go, um versus not signing Mike. So that's how I feel about that. So,
1: so, so you're saying you'd rather have Mike Evans than Baker Mayfield?
4: Absolutely.
1: What? Uh, and, and what? Ten, ten, eleven years he, he, as a
4: receiver? Absolutely. He hasn't slowed wow. down. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, Baker that's, had a had a good season, but I'm not sold on Baker. Baker planned for a contract. He was on a one year deal. You know, Mike been doing this. And like I say, Mike deserves everything we should be throwing. He should be throwing everything at Mike. He hasn't slowed down. You know, he's the most, he's the best underrated receiver in the league. Yeah, People don't talk about it, injury. though.
1: Yeah. I like line that, that, and really, though. No, no, I, I, you have to. and But yeah, but wow, man. That's that's a tough one man cuz I think Baker Mayfield he's still young man he's in his 20s and he's he's motivated and then Baker Mayfield a motiva- Baker Mayfield is a, a is a is a decent quarterback but I, yeah yeah that that's going to be an interesting call there man R- really um but you're the Bucks guy so I can't argue with that but e what, me, you what you.
4: About, are we going to get the same are we gonna get the same Baker Mayfield on the three year contract as we did on that one year contract?
0: You're um, right. Remember, that's,
4: you, you that's just true. you just use the word motivated. Yeah.
0: If okay. you sign
4: okay. him for three years, you know, that motivation comes down, way down.
1: But the, I, I would think the positive is thinking, like he, I would be motivated to to let these people know that I, I'm I'm worthy of this contract but that is the 3 year 75 million dollar uh, question. <laughs> is he is he is he is he worth that? I personally I think that it's easier to find a receiver out there than it is a quarterback. And it, it really is, man. Uh and I think I think I think Baker, man, I think he's where he wants to be. Um I I think, you know, he gets that deal and I think he's going to have to earn it. He's going to have to hear it. He's going to hear it. Um you know, like is he worth this? Did he just do this for? Uh, did he just do this for the contract? Yeah, he may have, but then, then, you gonna to say to yourself like, "Yo, he's good enough to do it," but it's going then, then you then you don't have a Mike Evans there at the same time, so he may taper off. But you got to go out there and, and get a quality receiver. But do you do that? So, can you do that? Wow, that's a good question. I mean, that's that's a that's a loaded question there. But I would rather, if you ask me, I would rather have Baker Mayfield than Mike Evans in this situation.
4: I mean, looking at the stats, man. If it's easy to plug a wide receiver in, why is Mike just the what second, third wide receiver to do what he's done?
1: No, no, I'm not taking anything away from Mike Evans by any stretch. I'm a Mike Evans guy, and I see what he's done. And but but he's at the he's at what ten years in, in, in ten years in the league. Am I correct? And, yeah,
4: ten years, 10,000 yards.
1: And Baker, I think six six years. Six years, I think. Uh, and I think, so. I think Yeah, I think he's around right there, six, seven years at the most. But I, and I think Baker is, I, I, yeah, I, I like Baker in this situation, man. Cause I think it's gonna it's gonna cost you less to get uh-huh. Baker in three years, seventy five million, than it will to keep Mike Evans. But if you don't have anyone to throw the ball to Mike Evans, that's just money out there, you know, just saying, okay, we got Mike Evans, but who's going to throw to him? But with that being said. E, what say you about this situation?
2: Uh, there's a whole lot to unpack here. Okay, first you you said that you know he gets the money. You think he'll be motivated to play the show? He's worth it. K walk. He'd be the first player in the history of the league to do that. Normally, when they get their money, most fake guys pay problems. Not all of them, but most.
3: Right. Secondly, I get it.
2: You said you said okay. Baker's been in the league six, seven years. He's also on his fourth team. Mike Evans might have been in the league 10 years, but he's been with one team this whole time, and he's a receiver. If Baker was any good, he wouldn't be on his fourth team. I mean, he's drafted by Cleveland, got traded to um, uh, Carolina, out the league for a while, L.A., then now he's over in in Tampa. So, now, but the three-year 75 million, I know for um, Dak, We took market value out of the conversation. Well, for Baker, let's bring it back. That's not top of the line money, three years, 25, I mean, three years, 25 million. That's 25 million a year. That's Mm -hmm. slightly less than middle of the road. And that's probably what Baker is. He's slightly less than middle of the road. Now, K said Baker was in a contract yet. Yeah, absolutely right. So yes, he was going yeah. to look better than I think he normally would. But if you take Mike Evans out of this equation, I think you cause remember Baker play didn't Baker play with Odell in Cleveland?
4: Uh, he did. Right. He did.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, didn't he play with Cooper Cup in L.A.?
4: He did. No, Cooper Cup was uh, Oh yeah, Cooper Cup. Was, no, was
1: hurt. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, he was right. He was hurt. Yeah, but he was there. He was hurt though. Okay. Nah, I don't
2: know who. He, I don't know who he played for in, in Carolina. I don't know who they had. You I get think. more. But my point. But my point is, he's played with some good receivers before, and they they okay. didn't really make him look as good as Mike Evans had, because Mike Evans is the type of receiver that helps a quarterback. Mike Evans kept Jameis in Tampa longer than Jameis should have been there just for some of the fantastic catches and plays that, <laughs> you know, he made. So I'm thinking to no fault of his own, I just think if Baker Mayfield loses Mike Evans, then he's just going to be regular Baker, which he's regular Baker now. But, again, Mike Evans helps him. But being regular Baker, but without a Mike Evans, I mean, because I, I don't think Chris Godwin can elevate him to the level that Mike Evans has, and I think you'll see a true Baker, the same Baker that's been on three other NFL teams. So I, I, I'm okay on this boy. one. If,
0: if okay. I, exactly.
2: If I'm okay on this one, if I got to spend the money, I'm going to spend it on Mike. 'Cause I like I'm trying to win now because I can't build around Mike Evans, but I damn sure can't build around Baker either. So I'm trying to win now and I think Mike Evans gives me a better chance to do that.
1: All right, but but who what quarterback are you going out there to get though? For and you're gonna that's yeah. going to be 'cause you're gonna you're gonna have to get uh a I three get
2: but I ain't getting another Baker. It's not like Baker out here just just fantastic. Where where he's he's wonderful. I mean, they're, they're, I mean Jimmy Garoppolo is just as good as Baker. Oh, all right, there yeah, you lost right there. You lost right there. Hey, Tyrod Ty
4: Taylor don't lose no game.
2: I'm not uh, saying Jimmy's right. better than Baker, but he, he 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 equally is bad. I mean, just, I mean, bring Jameis bring James back. I mean, you you can get another Baker. Now, now, I'm not saying you can't get another Mike Evans, but I'm just saying Baker's not my long-term future. I'm not trying to build around Baker. So, again, I want to win now, and I think I would just spend my money on my. Now, Ideally, i I'd try to keep both of them. But if it's either or, I'd keep Mike over Baker.
1: I think if you're trying to win now, if you have the win now mentality, you have to keep Baker. I think you have to because I just don't think there's a quarterback out there that's as good as as uh, as more, uh, as uh, as Baker Mayfield, right now. Baker's the not good enough to win
2: the Super Bowl. Baker's not good enough
1: to win the Super Bowl. That's the bottom
2: line. So, so I all know. right.
1: So, with that being said, so you're going to keep Mike Evans. You're going to spend the money for him, but where you going to get the money to pay for a Super Bowl-contending quarterback, though? Where you going? What quarterback is out that is going to get you to the Super Bowl? I don't
2: know, but Baker Baker got world. you
1: to the playoffs.
2: Mike Evans,
3: Mike
1: Evans won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it was who? What quarterback though? <laughs> oh, so it, it was
2: quarterback
3: Tom Brady. Exactly, it was Tom Brady. But he's playing. so he's playing. Tom Brady out there.
2: And then my, and and Baker done played with some excellent receivers, and he hasn't won one. I'm just but saying, it's if he got him to do it. Yeah, but
1: he's got him to the. He got him to the, the playoffs though. I and mean, he could have easily won that that uh, that game against what was the Lions game? They 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 almost pulled that one out. I'm not saying I know I know it's 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 you know close. I mean uh you know, it's, it's only you know most the thing that is um you know
3: horseshoes, what, horseshoes yeah. and hand
1: grenades whatever it is horsesho- yeah. But the fact of the matter is Baker, I, I think Baker is that guy. you just bringing you know. You got, you, got bring, you got to bring in another guy. If you could keep him, I, obviously, like you said, he, it's ideal to keep them both. I don't think you can keep them both. So that's why we're having this discussion. I think you go Baker Mayfield here, man, because I just think that Mike Evans is 10 years, and he hasn't been – I know the numbers are there, but if you look at it, his his health hasn't been the best either. He hasn't been – on that field, and I, and trust me, I know because I know I'm talking fantasy football, but fantasy football has taught me that Mike that Mike Evans is not always available. He's not, and we all know that the best ability is availability, and he, he hasn't really been consistently available um, in the last few years. And he's on his tenth year, so but he's producing no, and, and nonetheless. And, but,
2: I, and I agree with what you're saying, though. But if Baker was on that, he wouldn't be on his fourth team in his sixth year.
1: But I get, I get that, but I think that he got to
4: ride that the
1: hot hand. Third he's
4: who two years. Yeah, but
1: he's he's a hot <laughs> hand right now. But he, he's got you to a playoff. he got you to because a playoff, he, and he was cause like he one possession.
2: Because
1: he's throwing it to Mike Evans. <laughs> All right, Listen, what well, are you know, talking about? There's another Mike Evans out there. It's easier to get a Mike Evans than it is to get a Baker Mayfield. In my opinion, there's another receiver. This that, Trent, Diffle, Trent oh, wow. won okay. the Super Bowl. Well, that's the defense, If we're not talking about that. That's because of the defense. That's you know, that's a, that's a different. Exactly. we have a, we have we have a defense. All right, so then you know, then you need then. All right, so then go out there, and, and what quarterback is out there? You that that you right now that you can say you can can get you get Mike Evans the ball and get you to a Super Bowl right now?
2: Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: Yeah. Is better than, than is better than Baker
2: Mayfield? Just as good. Not saying better, but just as good. I d I didn't and, and, I and you totally didn't. you can get Jim, you can get Jim Rockwell for about two dollars on a biscuit. He ain't gotta pay it. You can get him for the Federal League minimum. He don't come in that much. Not I don't think seventy five is two seventy three years is too much for Baker. I'm not saying that at all. I think that's commiserate right. with his skill set. I'm just saying if you can only pay one of them. I would pay Mike Evans. That don't mean I'm right. I'm just saying that's what I would do as GM. I'm in no way, shape, form, a fashion saying you are wrong for the way that you would do it. I'm just saying yeah. that. I'm no, no I, can't. I can't. One of us will get fired. I mean, right? so, <laughs> so, you know. You're right about that. One of us will right get our right ass rolled up out of there because one sure. of these decisions is right and one
3: of them <laughs> is incorrect.
4: Or we could tag we could basically. We can tag Baker, Baker get money. You know what I'm saying? We can tag Baker and sign Mike.
1: There you go. That's, that, there you go. See, now you now. Well, now we're talking. Now we're talking so, right now. So I'm me the and you
2: both get fired and they go keep K. Go keep K on the
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, all right, good stuff there guys. good stuff there yeah I know we didn't get to your 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 segment we'll, we'll we'll dive into that next week Because uh, we got get to you we gotta get to your segment uh for sure all right, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen um if you if you're a long time listener, you already know if you're a first time listener, stay on your toes it's that time it's e e Scott's entertainment segment all right, we're taking a quick pause we'll be right back
4: uh, how you do that death? How you do that death? New Orleans, Baton How you do that death? Lafayette, big Charles. How you do that death? Three Forks, Mississippi. How you do that death? Alabama,
0: Atlanta. How you do that death? Florida, Oklahoma. How you do that
2: death? Who that? They wanna do that. Hey, what up, guys? Um, East Coast Entertainment segment is brought to you by.
1: I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. my my, my computer. It is brought to you by Vintage Labs. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, Vintage Labs. Vintage Labs is bringing the best patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. To schedule a consultation with a pharmacist, please visit Vintage Labs Collection at VintageLabsCollections.com. Again, that is VintageLabsCollections.com.
2: Okay guys, I got one for you tonight 19 of them on the board What I decided to do this week Is a little different than what we've done in the past In the past we usually have a theme But what I did this week Is I wanted to keep you guys on your toes Always keep it fresh oh. This is random trivia There is no category, oh. there is no theme oh. It's just completely 100% random So I got okay. 19 of them on the board I'm going to give right. you a clue And you'll give me the answer Again, there, there is absolutely no at all. So with uh, that
1: being said, uh, I'll, I'll take You
2: you uh, won last week, so we're gonna go with you. Alright, take number one, brother. Number one. Lieutenant Daniel Caffey's call sign in top gun. Daniel Caffey. Oh, oh, yeah. Daniel Um Oh my God.
1: Uh in the movie uh, time,
2: Lieutenant Daniel Caffey. What was his call sign?
1: Daniel Cassie, um,
4: Viper, final answer.
2: Incorrect. Ah, dang it.
4: I have no idea, but I'm going to go with Goose, final answer.
2: No, sir. If I would have said this part, y'all would have got it. Daniel Cassie was played by Tom Cruise. What was his call sign? Ah, oh, Maverick. Maverick, son
3: of a gun. <laughs> see, oh i
2: you, all won't do this, okay? But I <laughs> see a good where you're going. I got you. Completely I got random. Okay, uh, we on you. Oh, uh, you. K, we on you. Oh, uh, this time, yeah. yeah.
4: I thought I 13. won last week, but anyway, 13. Now you,
2: you won a week. You won a week before last. You got your yeah. to shot the frame last week.
4: Yeah, that was.
2: Oh yeah. Remember, you won the $25 week before last.
4: Yeah, that was last week. Was practice. Okay, number
2: thirteen. Cassius Marcellus Clay is better known as. that is correct. That is correct. Muhammad Ali is the correct answer. Uh, Mm -hmm. All
1: right, give me number. Where am I? I only got nineteen on the board. Where am I going to go with this one? Give me number four.
2: Number four. Collectively, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia is known as. Oh. Uh, oh my God. Ah,
1: uh, I don't. Oh my God, I don't know, man. The. Um,
4: man, I playing. I,
1: I, I, I don't know, man. I really don't know, man. I'm not from the south, so I mean, um. D.C. Fly Club. I don't
3: know. I <laughs> don't so I don't know. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay.
2: collectively DC, Maryland, M. and Virginia. That is correct. That's the DMV, All right. I know
3: you have heard me. that
2: before. You never heard the DMV? I've heard of it, yeah,
3: but I didn't. Oh, okay. I
2: it, I did. yeah, DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Uh All right. K, we on you? Let me
4: get uh, fourteen.
2: Number fourteen. What was the last NBA team Shaquille O'Neal played for?
3: Ooh. Oh, the
4: last one? Yeah. We're not talking about a one-day signing deal, right? No, no, We're no. We're talking no, about no, actually playing. he suited
2: up for, yeah, he, he got out there and, you know, dunk left, dunk right. There's two moves.
4: Um, Cleveland Cavaliers, right now. Yeah, I think
2: in, that's right.
1: Yeah. In, in, incorrect. K-Walk. I think he ah. – I think he played uh oh my god, I was gonna say clean Clarence. I think he did he, I don't know if it was Doc and them, but the Celtics I, is
2: that wanna answer. Correct. Boston Celtics oh. is the last team he suited up for.
1: K Walk, where are you? All right man, I'm I'm gonna lose this one, man. I see that already. Give me number let me see what numbers I have. Let me number two.
2: Number two. Beyonce's fans are known as oh. What are they collectively known as? Uh, bees,
1: bees, bees. Um, uh, bees. What are they? Uh, I don't know, bro. Uh, the bees. Um, I don't know, bro. The uh, the killer
4: bees. Final answer. I, I don't know. I forget that.
2: Okay, Beyonce's fans are known as
4: yeah, K. Wall tripping, man. This is beehive
2: finance. No, <laughs> that's correct. How am I tripping? If one week I'm Googling <laughs> and the next week I'm tripping. <laughs> Come on. Be five is the correct answer. <laughs> Such a K. Where are you? Uh,
3: 15.
2: Number 15. Jackie Robinson was the first black player in Major League Baseball. For what team did he play for? <laughs> Branch Ricky <and> him. <laughs>
4: This, this man, uh damn. Um, <laughs> so Boston, tripping now. Uh, Boston K-Walk. final answer. K walk. Brooklyn uh, Dodgers
1: final answer.
2: K walk, Mr. I used to wear the jersey to work all the time. Number forty-two. My Jackie Robinson, Brooklyn. Man, man. <laughs> I was about Brooklyn. to say
4: not the team,
2: forty-two.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn is
2: the correct answer. k not where will you?
4: All right, give me number. Uh,
1: let me see where we're at. Give me number thirteen. Oh no, thirteen second. Give me number eleven.
2: <laughs> number eleven. How old was Serena Williams when she won her first U.S. Open? Ah. Uh, I posted so many times on this show, I should know this. Mm,
1: 18, 17, answer.
2: 17 is correct. We have ourselves a tie game, 15 mm-hmm. apiece. So that's okay. Let
4: me get a uh, 16.
2: Number 16, an actor is said to be mm-hmm. an EGOT. What are the four Ooh. awards that they need in order to be called an EGOT? Oh, uh, yeah, I know I know he owes this. I know you know this, bro.
0: Say that again.
2: An actor is said to be an EGOT. What are the four awards that they must possess in order to be an EGOT?
4: I have no idea. <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, wow. All right.
1: That's final answer, right? Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh walk All right, I'll put five on
1: the board right now. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Final answer.
2: <laughs> that is the correct final answer. And he got <laughs> Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony. Uh, K-Walk, will you? All right,
1: give me number eight.
2: Number eight, number number eight. What is the name of Michelle Obama's memoir?
1: Oh um oh, oh, I don't know. What is that? Um I don't know, bro. I have no idea. Um uh, I don't know The, the Obama life The Obama life I don't, White House life I'm just going to
4: call it that <laughs> such K,
2: What is the name of Michelle? I don't know either
4: noir? I don't know either So I'm going to go with Living in the White House
2: Right <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, the correct answer is becoming It was actually becoming Uh, uh such okay K, we on you No they so, <laughs> Uh 17, 17. Who played Red in the Shawshank Redemption?
4: See, I don't know Shawshank like that, man. Um, <laughs> red. Um, Morgan Freeman. Oh, good stuff. That is the, that is the
2: correct yeah. answer. Yeah, Morgan that's Freeman good stuff.
4: That is well, I know in the movie.
2: Yeah, he, <laughs> that was him. Him and Andy Dufresne. You know the two names I remember. Um, <laughs> Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Yeah, Tim Robbins and Andy Dufresne. K. Walk. Yeah. We are you.
1: All right, give me. Let me see. Number three.
2: Number three. T. T-Boss, Left Eye, and Chili make up this group. Wow. TLC. Final answer. That is the correct final answer. So it's okay. great. Wow. You know, daily double yet? 18. We got, five, okay, 18, 18, daily double.
3: Ooh. <laughs>
2: okay, you have 5, 10, 15, 20. K-Walk has 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Where we at? All in. Oh. All in. Oh, well, has
4: got time. You got time. All
2: okay. in. Okay. What year? Did President Obama win the Nobel Peace Prize? Oh, he
4: came. What is 2010? Damn!
2: The correct answer is 2009. Ah, oh, you, you missed it by one year. You were all, you were almost there. But yeah, you got time to make it up It's still two daily doubles out there. Uh, K walk, will you?
1: All right, give me number – see who we at, what number was that? I'm sorry.
2: That was 18.
1: 18. Oh, yeah, I did mark that out. Give me number
2: 19. Number 19, what year did Juneteenth become a federal holiday? Oh, that was
1: Juneteenth, federal holiday. Was that last year, 2023 or 2022? 20, 2022, final answer.
2: Incorrect. So, okay.
4: oh, so I What year missed.
2: did Juneteenth become a federal holiday? Oh, it's
4: 2020. 2020. 2020.
2: It's Incorrect. 2021. 2021. Yeah, I thought you would have yeah. got that one because you remember we had yeah, the big controversy at work about that one. But it was 2021 yeah. when it became federal. Because remember, when we tried to get it in 2020, they gave it to us but said it wasn't official. Then the very next year, it became official.
4: You're right. Uh,
2: Let me see. So okay, K, we're on you. Um,
4: let's go the other way. 12. Number, where is number 12? Number
2: 12. How many MVPs did Kobe Bryant win? One. Not
4: enough.
2: That is correct. I also mm-hmm. would have accepted the answer three because he keep two of them at Steve Nash house. But, yes, what's the answer that we looking for? Kobe won three. Two of them used to keep over at Steve house. Yeah, I'm stupid, you know, stupid, No, because Kobe had some problems up you're in right. Denver, and they couldn't make him yeah. the face of the league. Mm, so I, I know. So, That's you know, why I say so you stupid. Yeah. But, look, but Kobe got three, dog. Come on. Me and my son argue about that all the time. He's like, nah, Dad, we got two. One of us Steve that today. i I said, nah, he does there deserve to one of them, but, but I digress. Uh, K, uh, K-Watt, where are you?
1: All right, give me number seven.
2: Number seven, the poem Phenomenal Woman was written by what poet?
1: Phenomenal Woman? Ah. Oh. Phenomenal Woman was written by, oh, my God. I i am gonna, I, oh my god, I got so many names running through my head. Oprah, my, uh, uh, I'm gonna go Maya Angela, final answer.
2: That is the correct answer. I know you didn't oh. just say on the of Oprah, you know damn well, Oprah ain't no poet. <laughs> I, I, I know. I don't know. That was that was maybe somebody no, <laughs> my, my answer is the correct answer. Uh special K. Uh we got six nine ten. Is that what you show okay Six, nine, I and five, ten. I got oh, five. five. yeah, six. five is there too. Yeah. Five, so, six, yeah.
4: nine, and ten. Yeah. And give me nine two
2: Number nine. What car company makes the Challenger, the Charger, and the Viper? Dodge. Oh, yeah, that is the cor- Dodge is the correct answer. That is the mm-hmm. correct answer. Oh, we still got two Daily Devils out there too. Yeah, hey, Where are you?
1: All right, I'm gonna hit one of them right now. I'm gonna go to middle. I'm
2: gonna go to six. Daily Devil.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Okay, K has ten. You have yeah, yeah. five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five,
1: thirty. All right, and it's still another daily double out there. I'm gonna do ten.
2: Ten. Ain't no money on the line. You 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 don't want to either put him away or make it close.
1: No, because I want the bragging rights. Because K always comes in here like I'm the champ. Champ
2: is here. I want the bragging rights. Okay. But <laughs> two points. Dr. King was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee. What is the name of the famous motel that he was assassinated at? Uh, oh my God! I just
1: saw this yesterday. No, not yesterday. The I've other actually day. been there. Um. Oh really? Um. Oh my God! I just um. It was right after he gave his
2: feet. I've been to the mountain Yeah
1: (sighs) Um Oh my god I don't know this bro And I'm going to be so mad when I hear it too Um I can't Montgomery and final answer I don't know man So the correct answer is the Lorraine Motel (sighs) knew that. I just saw it the other day when I was looking at my Black History
4: stuff. Right.
2: Two two left, okay? uh Five and ten. One of them is the Daily Double. Ten. Yeah. Daily Double. Ooh, got a game.
3: <laughs>
2: I'm sure you're all in. Yep. What was the first – no, sorry. Who was the first host of Soul Train? The Ooh. Soul Train. Who was the first host also created Soul Train?
1: Oh, that's okay. – you're going to get into the rain with that I thought somebody before him um,
4: until you gave away the answer.
2: I wouldn't have said it if we were running on the line. I I, I I don't
4: I don't know, man. I'm gonna say Quincy Ooh. Jones finally.
2: <laughs> Can't walk. Tell him who it is. Oh no, that was the name to the devil. So, yeah, I could tell him what it is. Don Cornelius yeah, yeah. Oh, Love, peace, said, and peace, and so. so. Yes. Well, see, you threw me off when you said the first. That's
1: what threw me off, too. But when he said also created it, that's what made me know who it was. I knew who created well,
2: it. Well, after he passed away, some other people hosted it. So that Damn. made him first. And so if I just want to I say did, Well, I haven't.
4: I, listen, I haven't looked at it since so he...
2: <laughs> but if I'm saying if so said, there was a there was a there was a show on BET. Look, I'm saying well. if I would have said um, who was the host of Soul Train, and you would have said Shamar Moore. Well, that's the correct answer because Shamar Moore did host it. But we were looking for the first.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. last clue. Mm-hmm.
2: Last clue, K. Walt, for you because you already uh-huh. got the brainwashed. Uh-huh. Here's the last clue. Ooh. Sean, Mike, Nate, and Juan Yeh Make up what group? <laughs> Poison. <laughs> Follow it. <laughs> <laughs> that is that that is well, bragging right back to the music. Dessert. <laughs> Medals round my neck because I won I won. Now my mama dead cause I won I won. I just thought I would switch it up tonight and give y'all some random trivia. Y'all actually did pretty good. Um, Daily Devil was was not your friend tonight, Special K, but I'm sure you'll get him next week. Uh, Let's see. K, we got about four or five minutes left. Go ahead and bring us on home.
1: Yeah, indeed, man. Indeed. And good stuff there, Ian. And thank you for staying with me, brother, man, because... I didn't know if the show was going to to go off, ladies and gentlemen. We had to go off um, a little bit of, uh, we had to call it an audible, if you will, and we had to deal with adversity. Uh, So so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you, um, you know, uh, a quote today. I always want to leave you guys with something, and I want to leave you with this. Um, uh, Adversity is a great teacher. Uh, but this teaches makes, uh, you know Adversity is the greatest teacher I'm going to leave it at that right there Because we had to deal with adversity today, E oh, For sure Kay, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us um, as well uh, As always And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you again uh, We see the numbers each and every week And we see that they're growing each and every week Kay, appreciate you joining us And making the show, you know, a, a lot better than it could possibly be E, thank you much, uh, so much for joining us uh, I mean, for... Um, uh, bringing your expertise, man, each and every week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is when we're most challenged uh, coming up in the upcoming weeks and months, if you will, when we don't have football, you know, we don't have those, those major topics, uh, for sure. This is when we get start to get creative. So, um, you know, just stay with us on that, and um, for sure. So with that being said, um, uh, for E. Scott, I am K Walk. Uh, for Sports Talk with K Walk and E. Scott, on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. God willing, we'll talk to you next week. Yo.